This is what the timeline is supposed to look like, Dominic told me as we seemed to materialize into my quarters a few seconds later. I watched me walk through the entrance. It was odd watching yourself. Drew came out of the kitchen and greeted, Hi sweetheart. Dinner's ready. He met me at the doors and pulled me into his arms and kissed me. We exchanged kisses for a few minutes before Dominic moved into the living area from the hallway. Don't you two give it a rest? Isn't this how we got this many children? Dominic. I seem to remember you doing a lot of that with a certain young girl named Serena you like to bring around for dinner quite a few times a week, the Alex in this timeline remarked, motioning him forward. I straightened the collar of his black golf shirt and required, are you serious about her? Dominic in this timeline nodded and admitted, I am, but she isn't about me. She was accepted to Yale, and she is going. Alex frowned then took him in her arms again. Let her go, if she is the one she will be back. Alex kissed his head and then charged, go get your siblings. I turned to the Dominic who guided me to this timeline. You are still alive in this timeline? And when did your dad and I get back together? Your siblings? Who are their fathers? That is what you need to change. You need to stop what happened to cause me to die. It messed everything up in the current timeline. You and dad never broke up in the correct timeline. You got married before I was born. I never died. He pointed to Samantha as she moved out of the hallway. Sam was always supposed to be yours and dad's, and, in both timelines, the twins are Zay's, but that is because you and dad couldn't have any more kids, and Zay stepped up to be the donor. What about Seth? Did Veronica and Billy still die? They did. You both adopted Seth. He is out with his friends tonight, but, in the current timeline, India 7 is dying, and it shouldn't be. What caused its destruction needs to be stopped for everything to go back to the way it should be. And Ethan? Ethan will take his rightful place on the supervisors once this is fixed. You have to figure out the event and how to stop it, and only you can. Then Dominic took my hand and brought me back to the present. He disappeared. Drew looked up at me and motioned me toward him. Where did he take you? I joined him on the couch. In the timeline in your dreams, are we married? I watched Drew nod. Dominic didn't die, Samantha's yours and mine, and the twins are Zay's because we couldn't conceive, and we adopted Seth. I looked up and bid, Chip, tell Antonio Ashton I need to see him right away. Dominic took you there, didn't he? It is the correct timeline. I just have to fix what caused the shift. You have to find the needle in the haystack. It has something to do with the event that happened to cause India 7 to start dying 100 years ago. Can't you just time travel to that time and find the event? You have that ability, right? I'm supposed to, apparently, but I don't know how. I didn't even know until Nix told me. I tilted my head and ventured, if I've been married to you for 20 years, I never dated Nix or married Zay. I find that somewhat comforting. I laughed. Chip advised me, Antonio Ashton said it will have to wait until tomorrow. My face contorted before I told the computer, you tell Antonio Ashton that's fine, but I expect him to be in my office by 0900 hours. This is important. Just then Drew and my calm let's jingled its familiar tune that indicated the wormhole opened. We have to go, Drew. The wormhole is open. It will only be that way for a week at the least. Two weeks at the most. I made arrangements with Zay, Abby and Tony to take care of my kids and Seth filed a flight plan and formed my senior staff of my trip for the higher-ups, as I called the president. 
I will go pack, Drew answered, heading toward the doors. Meet me in Hangar Bay Alpha in 15 minutes, I advised him, giving him a brief smile, then dashed down the hallway to grab the bag I already packed for such a trip as this. How long does this trip usually take, Drew questioned, dropping into the seat next to me in the cockpit. I went over the checklist in my head of what I needed to do before we took off. When done, I looked up at him. Two and a half hours. Then I went over the list again. You just did that, complained Drew, eyeing me critically. I know. This is the third time. I do this every time I get into a spacecraft since the crash. He nodded and brushed my arm. That is understandable considering. I saw the black box recording. It was horrific. I know it was worse being there, feeling all that, but when you cried because you knew he was gone, I cried. When we became pregnant, I was terrified. I didn't know if I would be a good mother, if I would turn out like my mother. You were always so confident I could do it, but the moment Dominic smiled at me, I ventured, glancing at the control panel, then at Drew, then grabbed my finger, that boy was in my heart. We have to do this to get him back, closing my eyes briefly, to restore the timeline. I opened my eyes and looked at him. I just don't know how. I never attended time traveling 101. I am afraid I won't be able to fix this. He leaned in and put his hand on the side of my face. You've got this. I know you do, then we can get back to the timeline where you and I are married, he contended, moving his face in to kiss me. I believe in you. I returned his kiss, and we started exchanging kisses for a few minutes before I broke away. I have to start the spacecraft, I advised him, then focused on the helm again. Then can you put it on autopilot and spend some time with me? I shook my head. I couldn't. I haven't put a spacecraft on autopilot in 15 years. Putting the spacecraft on autopilot did not cause the crash. I lifted the bay door, turned on the spacecraft and guided it through the threshold. I put in the coordinates for the wormhole. He stood, came behind me and draped his arms around me. He whispered in my ear, Come on, Alex, put it on autopilot and spend some time with me. We don't have to do anything. We can just talk or kiss. I just want to be with you. I took a deep breath and insisted, I can't. I have to be in control of this. I cannot let this spacecraft crash like Dominic's did. You do not understand what it was like to be in that spacecraft. I never want to relive it again, yet I do. Every single day. He took me in his arms and hugged me, fiddling with the controls behind me. He straightened and urged, taking my hand, just come with me. Everything will be fine. Two hours later, Drew took my Quan pad from me and said, See, nothing happened, and we are almost to the wormhole. Suddenly, without warning, the hairs on the back of my arms stood up. I ran to the cockpit just as the workstation went berserk.